0: So the Constitution Hill is doing something interesting on the 27th of April. Luando Claso is the constitutional lawyer and representative of the Constitutional Hill Trust on the line with us. Luando, thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So you, you have
0: something quite uh, spectacular that you're planning for the 27th of April. I, th- I actually think it's quite beautiful. Tell us
1: about it. It's called uh, the Will of the People campaign. Mm-hmm. It's under the big banner of all our campaigns, yeah. which is We the People. Yes. And I'm sure, as you know, we the people are the first three words um, mm. to the South African Constitution. Mm. They're also the first three words to the Freedom Charter. Mm. And I always think back to that time in the 1950s, where at a time of great division mm. and a time of great depression and subjugation, people were able to articulate mm. a dream for mm. South Africa, which is articulated in the Charter, mm. and how over the years, with each person that has held up a banner, yeah seeing what it is that they want for themselves and for the people and for the country all those sort of um demands or declarations have made their way into our constitution especially chapter 2 of the constitution and the bill of rights of saying you know we want education we want one person one vote we want land we want water we want uh, basic education free education and all those things and um i think it's about you know, the Constitution is seen very much as a legal document, Mm. but it also has a spirit to it. And we're trying to get that spirit back. We're trying to ignite the spirit of the Constitution that it's not just a legal document it's a very personal document Mm. so when you have campaigns like defend our democracy saying defend the constitution and defend our constitutional democracy it means defending your life Mm -hmm. it means defending a view that you have for your life Mm. that you want your children to be able to get quality education you want them to have you know uh, careers and job opportunities you want them to live a full life Mm -hmm. and that is what you know, uh, uh, We the People is about. Mm. It's it's not just uh, a political dream. It's also a very personal dream. And I think those two are intertwined. I think our politics are really intertwined with what we want intimately for our families, for ourselves, for our communities, and for our country. So we want people to, at a time of, if you look in history, at a time of great, you know, um, challenges and in times of war, What usually happens after that is that people do dream. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. They
1: do come up with uh, a vision that Mm -hmm. may seem very uh, remote
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and uh, seem impossible. Mm -hmm. But it is that idea that Mm -hmm. there is a vision that we are working towards that keeps us motivated. And Mm -hmm. I think this is a time where we need great motivation and we don't just need to only defend something. We mm. need to promote something. We need to articulate something of when your children ask you, what do you want for me? Mm-hmm. What do you want for the upcoming generation? You're able to answer it, not by saying our leaders are doing this or, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. all the political stuff, which mm-hmm. is valid, you know, mm-hmm. because all those things are intertwined and we welcome those sentiments. Mm. But ultimately, when you, you know, when you think back to how I understood politics in the 1990s, mm. I understood the Rainbow Nation, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. even though it's become something Mm -hmm. that has been um, been
0: contested now. Contested,
1: and yeah, we shy away from it now. We no longer believe in it. It's disappointed us. I think articulating our dreams in such poetic ways Mm -hmm. really does ignite a certain kind of feeling Mm -hmm. that I think we are losing, you know. We are very steeled.
0: Yeah and and look you know it's the sign of the times right so people mm. and and i think that's the challenge that we actually do have a fantastic constitution and i know that in itself it's also contested many people argue well is it really but the the, the bigger challenge is actually living have it live in our daily lives and making the constitution actually live and breathe in in our in our lived experience and so mm. this is why i think what you what you is actually quite amazing Let, let's take calls under there are people who are calling in who I think you should also you know stay around for to to engage okay. with Tando you calling from Kronstadt hi
3: uh, uh, oh, uh, I, I
0: beg your pardon table hi
3: yes I can hear you can hear me clear, loud
0: and clear thanks for calling
3: okay uh, Pimelo, you know the, uh, the 27th April mm-hmm. I remember when a former president the late former president Mandela say uh When ANC did not work for you for 27 years, immediately after he walked on the the gate of a post-mortem president, he said, If ANC does not work for you, Mm -hmm. don't vote for ANC. Do what you've done uh, 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 to the National Party. Mm Now, can you see where we are now as that young man or who was born on the 27th of April? He say, mm-hmm. as you look around, no water, nothing is there. Mm-hmm. And now the state, that we are running now in the situation of the state capture, but the worst one is now Siangoba Rally, which you will see before the 27th of October. We will go and gather there at FNB uh, for the rally of Siangoba. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you, you know, uh, uh, what is your victory for 27 years when the country, it is in, at uh, this state, the state where it is now? I remember those words when Mandela uh, stand at the gate and then the the, 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 the you know, the the cloud opened, it was raining, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. President Mandela, uh, President Ramaphosa was holding his uh, umbrella. If you remember, you can yes, see the kids that day I, and well, then the yeah. mic. Yeah, yeah and uh, he he yet exactly and as I study and see what is happening is a man who was a deputy president for nine years of Z- uh, President Zuma and now at the end of the day he's now a president and uh, Oppenheimer, Maria Ramos, uh, Johan Rupert they give money for his campaign CR 17 and there's somebody who I believe he will never do anything for this country and during that day, when he's going to stand to Siang over there, only a state capture of Siang over rally. That is what I wanted to say, Pimelo. Uh,
0: wow. Interesting comments there. Tabo. thank you so much for, for for your comments in Kronstadt. I'm, I'm going to come back to you, Londo. Let me just take a quick break, and I'll also see your voice notes. I'll take them in a short
4: while. Life Happens with Pimelo
1: Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
5: Good afternoon, my sister. Uh, for me, uh, freedom means... Uh, access to clean running water, access to education, access to electricity, and access to uh, a reliable transport to and from work, which is something I don't have right now. So I don't think I do have that freedom that is always talked about. Thank you, this is Sakilin from Gamla Berlingan.
0: All right. So our guest is Londo Glasso, who is a constitutional lawyer and representative of the Constitutional Hill Trust. We're reflecting on the 27th of April, and they, they have a campaign coming up, We the People. And, and they, you know, uh, Londo is just going to talk to us a bit more about that. But I asked a question about your reflection on the 27th of April. Londo, your take on what we've just been listening to, um, you know, via the, the voice note, as well as the call we took before the break.
1: I mean, that voice note, I could uh, very much incorporate it into the campaign Mm -hmm. that we're doing on the will of the people, Mm -hmm. that um, our fellow citizen that we just heard from now wants accessible transport, electricity, and I forget the third thing, but let's say um, just better opportunities, you know, so that he can live a dignified life. And that's the campaign. Mm -hmm. It's it's about finishing a sentence. Mm -hmm. We, the people, want... Mm -hmm. Mm. running water, mm. opportunities, mm. and accessible transport so that we can have a dignified life. Mm. That is freedom, right? Mm. And uh, we want to collect and archive all the people's demands and declarations and aspirations and dreams at this moment so that we can humanize each other. That when you see, I think his name was Tabo.
0: Mm-hmm. It is When Tabo, you yeah.
1: see Tabo, you realize that this is a human being Right. Who is asking for the most basic of human rights so that he can have an opportunity, just like politicians campaign to us every election cycle, about all the promises and all the things they're going to do for us. This is us marrying that back to them. Mm. saying, This is what we want. You know, um, this is what we need, actually, for us to have fuller and dignified lives, for us to be able to raise our families, for us to have healthy communities. Just to take it back to basics, because when you look at politicians, they are squabbling over things that are so far removed from us, you know, and mm. we want to bring them back <laughs> to the basics of this is life and death for so many people, like the the book you were referring to, mm. saying that social grants, have become a matter of life and death for people, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that it's about personalizing the constitution and saying that without these things that are promised in this document, right, it is an enabling constitution. It's a transformative constitution, but we are speaking to our leaders and not just political leaders, business leaders and leaders in our communities saying these are the things that uh, the ordinary people of South Africa want to be able to live. Right, and when I say that ordinary, I don't exclude anyone because I think all of us, you know, um, at, at at one, I think we at one intersection, we all meet, mm. and we all have the same desire to have good lives. And what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Silo,
0: who's calling from Mokopane. High thanks
2: Hello. for taking my call, Simala. Sure, thank you. L- l- look, what amazes me, Simala, is this us uh, here on talk shows, who it seems that we are only the ones who are um, uh, thinking about what happened 27 years back, as if this current leadership um, don't know what South Africans want. Explain should we, it? every day, on this platform, remind politicians, remind the leaders what they should do, certainly? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's like we we are just making um, we are just rounding up, Camelo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we are not going forward mm-hmm. and uh, and and saying that, um, that no one held accountable. We are talking about people who we should have water. Mm-hmm. I can ask your case: mm-hmm. what did they do for for, for the people of um, Giani? where billions mm-hmm. of friends had been stolen from people mm-hmm. that they should have get mm-hmm. um, water from. Mm-hmm. No one held accountable. The minister who was, um, I think, uh, 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 responsible for that, she's no more in, in that department. Mm-hmm. And the people who were working there, nothing. The contractor also nothing. Mm-hmm. What should? Wh- what happened to mm-hmm. people? What happened mm-hmm.
0: to that money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the examples are frightening Silo thanks for that uh, Thank you. Um, The name of the book by the way a lot of you are already asking me so what's the name of that book the name of the book is called Born in Chains um, uh, The Diary of an Angry Born Free and it's by a young man called Clinton Chowke really really wonderful book so if you want to get your hands on it it's about 3 or 4 years old now but I think it's still very very relevant uh, Luanda your reflection on that call from Silo You
1: know I mean, what I heard was, um, why should we keep reminding yeah, yeah. politicians? Yeah, And for me, my voice, and I'm a writer as mm-hmm. well. That is my instrument. That is what I have to contribute. I have to be a. I have to be a, incessant. You know, in my um, articulating mm-hmm. what it is that I want for the country mm-hmm. and what I'm observing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's never a waste, right? If anything, one of my favorite writers says, every time you declare what you want, Mm -hmm. you're saying to the world that I don't believe your lie, Mm. that I'm not entitled to this. Mm -hmm. It's a reminder that I'm entitled. Something is due to me. And I think when we say it collectively as the people, there's more power than just individually.
0: Mm -hmm. Lisiba is calling from Mabopanehai. Lisiba?
6: Hi, good afternoon and thanks for taking my call. Sure. You know, it, it's so painful when you're hearing young people
0: mm.
6: like yourself celebrating Santa Claus.
0: Celebrating? Uh, Santa,
6: Claus. Santa Claus.
0: Santa Claus, okay.
6: Yes. Number one, the Freedom Charter was not written by black people. And I would,
1: proof I would say that, of that is accurate.
6: Proof of that is that the ANC did not adopt the Freedom Charter in 1955. The ANC under the leadership of Z.K. Matthews, who was the leader of the Cape, and Dr. Moroga, who was the deputy president. The ANC had their own conference in 1956 in Orlando, where they had their own Freedom Charter. It did not impress the white people. They don't talk about it. So... The Freedom Charter was a reactionary document to defer the dream of the 1949 African document.
1: African claims,
6: 1943. So, ma'am, I say that is why we have an empty freedom. We have a freedom without means. You are free to take your child to any school you want opa you are free to live wherever opa you are free to do. now you are saying we must make a com- why do you make a campaign when you have attained your freedom what is the campaign about so you are actually taking us back to the lie of pre-1955 where they say so the freedom charter is is actually uh, uh, the manifestation of those little I think that is actually the C. be honest and let's look at our country
0: And and what's Thank your you. truth? We look is young in your view
6: by not adopting somebody's design.
0: So so what is the let's talk see, about what can be done realistically what do you want to see happen
6: what, what we can do is to forget about this thing of we have a freedom we we, 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 we don't because even when in our political freedom we're still locked by the 1936 Land Act. That is why we are busy, Honada Nunga, the Section 25 of the Constitution. We we are, even in our courts, they still quote Melawiyabo 1931, that convict us, that make us lose our houses and everything like that. So we must forget that we have... Att- You know, the good thing is they created an enabling condition. So we are in a position where we can do what we must do, which is create our own design, not work on somebody else's slate.
0: I'm going to I think we're saying the same thing. Lando, L- 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 I've got to pause. I've got to pause. Lissiba, thank you for calling. Uh, well, let's reflect on that. I'm going to just have to go to the headlines now at 1.30 with Uzile, and then after that, we'll continue with this discussion. Uzile.
1: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
0: So we're reflecting on the 27th of April. Luando Classo is a constitutional lawyer and representative of the Constitution Hill Trust. Luando, I'm so sorry I had to cut you there, but we had to go to the headlines. I'm sure you want to respond to the call that we had before the headlines.
1: No. um, You know, one thing I appreciate about radio is that people always find it useful to call in, Mm. to use their voice. Mm. This campaign is just an extension of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's the same kind of uh, catharsis mm-hmm. where people can articulate themselves, mm-hmm. like um, the previous gentleman did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, what I want to say is that he focused a lot on the Freedom Charter, and I made just one point about it in terms of it starts with we, the people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at how the Freedom Charter was drafted, not whether it was adopted and what he was saying. But how it was drafted is that ordinary men and women were able to write down what it is. They were consulted on what it is that they want for the country, right? And I think that's always been the South African legacy, because our Constitution is respected around the world, not just because of the final text, but the process, right? That engagement of the public. And I think as Constitution Hill, that will always be, you know, our mo you know, to always check in with the public as to what they want. And if certain people feel like this is not the campaign for them, mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm-hmm. If they feel like they want to engage another strategy, all of them can work. All of us I are trying our best um, yeah. to to head towards the same direction and I completely respect that. So so just to also respond
0: to Liseba, and mm-hmm. I really do appreciate the phone call. And I appreciate it because... You, you forget that there are differing views, mm. um, and and people do still have very strong views about certain things, and and what we also and sometimes have to,
1: wrong views, unfortunately,
0: and it, and that's okay because Factually, once I mean, yeah, yes, mm. but but what the point is is that for as long as that is, it it then imposes on us the responsibility to keep at trying to bring the facts to the fore, yep. to keep at doing what we need to do to have a democracy that lives. So there are many responsibilities on all of us about, number one, the facts, about also, apart from the facts, his sentiments come from somewhere, and that's also valid, right? So Lusiba's experience is that he's not living the freedom that we are talking of. And and why is that? He speaks about, you know, where will you live um, without the money? Where will you be taking your schools without the money? So this euphoria and the idea that there is access for all, he's saying, well, really? Is that access for all? And that in itself is okay for us to debate. Yeah, and, if there was freedom,
1: yeah. we wouldn't be doing this campaign. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's acknowledging that yes. more some people are more free than, than others. others yes. And... um You know, in as much as I have my own privileges, I haven't gotten to a state of freedom that I would like, right? There are things that I'm working against, Mm -hmm. right? And that is why I became a constitutional lawyer, Mm -hmm. like trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. How do we make this constitution work? for everyone, and one thing that inspires me are people that actually use the Constitution. Mm. Ordinary people who go mm. and make it all the way to the Constitutional Court and actually change and the material challenge. conditions yes. of their lives yes. and others. Yeah. And still challenge
0: this document and, and force it to live in, exactly. in the way that you believe. With integrity. You believe. Yep. So, Bramoro, you're calling from Bloomfontein? Hi.
7: Thank you for the good show, my favorite presenter. Thank and you. Your guest. God bless you and your team. Go ahead, now, Bramoro. Thank you very much. You know, let's agree to disagree, but let's also agree that our democracy is incomplete. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes.
7: Yeah. You, you you do agree with me.
1: Yeah.
7: yeah. Then yeah. Uh, then we go forward. The democracy of this country favor the white over the black. I'm sure you do agree with that.
1: Go, the, go ahead, Pramo. Yeah, make your point. Yeah, are there are lots of people waiting. I
7: mean, okay, I, I will explain to you what I mean. Is the black human being, human race in South Africa? have less privilege as compared to the white can- counterparts we can't deny that fact mm-hmm. secondly there is no single european country we have where blacks have majority rights than white there is no single one not even to talk about land as a property not even in asia but if you come to south africa almost 90 percent of the state or, sorry of the land belongs to the white mm. if we are to go down to that freedom lane Let's go to western part of Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, etc. You will never have a single white who has a property, which is land, in those uh, parts of African continents. us in South Africa, the story is different. So that boils back to the beginning of our democracy, which we negotiated for. A democracy is not to be negotiated for, but to be fight for. The moment we decide to negotiate for, we draw up a chapter to say, okay, bravo, I'm giving you your freedom based on this. You can do this. You can never do that. And you can never classify that as a democracy. If you go to Nigeria, Agriculture, Coast, almost all those citizens are entitled to do whatever they want, provided it's legal. But then there is no privilege over race in those sectors. But here, if I have a problem with a white person, even if a police comes in or it goes to the judiciary, there is a possibility and probability is higher for the white person to work freely as compared to me, whereas it's happening in Africa. We've already already witnessed George Floyd, 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 Floyd in USA. Our very own Linda has also happened recently. Let's ask ourselves, if it was a single white person who came into Africa and that white person got killed by the African police force, what do we think is going to happen? Lastly, the Clark, upon all the crimes he committed against black South Africans, he has never been invited by the ICC. Charles Taylor, former president of Ivory Coast, as we speak, was uh, previously being granted bail from the ICC. He was presented there. Not even a single white person has been prosecuted at the ICC. So everything comes back to the black race, whereas we are being painted that, like whatever the white person does, we have to agree to that. And that is the basic of our problem. If we need to change this, it means we have to probably wait for our constitution. There is no single country on earth that its constitution is not recognized. So people shouldn't keep on telling us that the South African constitution is being recognized, the democracy is being recognized. Every country, even South Sudan, their democracy, their constitution is being recognized and respected by the UN. How much more South Africa? So we need to change the setup.
0: Thanks, Paramoro and in, in, uh, Bramfontein. Uh, Londo, I need to take another break and I'll be back with you.
5: South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM
4: let's talk This is exactly the problem that we have We've got a big problem South Africans We've got mostly the adult uh, folk amongst our population group who mostly are grand earners old age grand earners and these young men who peer three four even five children right for the benefit of getting a crown that is why we precisely have this problem because these two groups of people that i've just mentioned are the ones that do not care what the government is doing what are the government failures but they are only interested that the ruling party the government for that matter is paying them the social grant at the end of the month. I repeat, they don't care what the government is doing, the corruption, you name it, whatever, but they are only interested in the grant money. That is the problem.
5: Good afternoon, Pamela and the listeners. No, to me, to me, freedom means nothing, but more and more sufferings for generations and generations. Black people in particular in South Africa, by Why? Because this freedom is led by the people of Caliba that once Steve Biko referred to. Because you remember that when Steve Biko was asked of Mandela's arrest, he said that the apartheid system does not keep you alive for long unless it is going to use you on a, on a later stage. This is what is happening. This is what is happening. It's decay in the first stage. Thank you very much. Uh, good afternoon what is freedom to me M- myself I think a person who lived in the 1960s and 1950s no uh, has a better understanding of what freedom is uh, the codesa talks and all that the negotiations that happened before 1994 were intended Intended to confuse people as to what freedom would be. So, I for one don't know what freedom is because I, I have been influenced by the dealings and negotiations that happened during the Codessa talks. I'm confused. I don't know what freedom is. Thank you, Asanda from Clexto.
0: Let's wrap it up, Um, Londo. I mean, there are a lot of very sentimental uh, views here. And and I understand they they sit at the core of what is South Africa's living experience. It's not very pleasant at the moment. So this makes sense why why the, the, the sentiments are the way they are. Londo? Have we lost Londo? All right, so Londo was our guest. Um, Londo Glasso is a constitutional lawyer and representative at the Constitutional Hill Trust. We've lost her, I'm not sure why. Um, I didn't see that coming. So we're gonna wrap this conversation up and I really appreciate you taking part in it. So they have uh, a campaign on the 27th of April um, at Constitution Hill. Um, What you need to do if you are interested is to go to the website willofthepeople.co.za to try and get the link to what it is that they're doing. Doing, um, so that if you are interested, you can follow that up. I think we've got you back on the line, Luanda. I'm not sure what happened.
1: Sorry, I pressed the wrong the oh. button. All I right. meant to do something else. Just, just
0: a quick wrap from you, yeah. from, from what you've been hearing.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, for me, every person who's expressed their sentiments on freedom, you know, um, just to say I feel it in my heart um, and I feel the frustration together with them, um, especially, you know, most constitutional lawyers are dreamers because um, the premise is that you do believe foundationally in the Constitution and what it can do. And you've seen what it can do and you wish it, it could do more of that. It could work for people. Right. So I don't deny people's realities. I have my own realities in my own communities that I'm a part of. Right. And part of the motivation for this campaign is not to allow us to languish. Right. Because what is the option if we are not, um, you know, um, if we don't have the stamina to keep pushing forward and to still believe that uh, we can make some gains, that the high point in South African history was not the 27th of April. That was the beginning. Right. That there is more that we can still achieve and do by using this constitution. And I think it starts with the voices of the people. And I think the stronger the voice, the more resounding it is, then it's hard for government and business and other uh, people of privilege and means to ignore what our fellow South Africans are um, you know, aspiring to. And I think that part of this campaign is just to say that when you look behind the politics of the Constitution or the politics of the day, what you have are the simple things that we've heard today of people who just want a good life, a dignified life, right? And I think we need to always remind, you know, our leaders of that. We need to remind each other of that, right? And I think that this campaign is, you know, the will of the people. And what the will of the people is, as we've heard this past hour, it's very simple things that I hope will enable people to go for their dreams, that when you have access to transport, to water, a roof over your head, health care, and so many things, that you're able to live the life that every person is entitled to, right? So I hope that people do participate because the more voices we hear, the louder, you know, this campaign will be. And I think we're, at a crit- we're always at a critical stage in our political life. And I think, you know, our politicians, as, you know, we see them squandering, you know, uh, state funds need to be re- reminded that when they steal, you know, our tax money, it means that tabo or some of the callers who have called in are unable to live full lives. And I think that we always—it's always worth it—to remind ourselves of that and to remind us of the cost of what is happening, right? And to always push against it. And I think for me, these campaigns are always worthwhile. I hope everyone will listening will participate and they can go to willofthepeople.co.za and all Constitution Hill platforms and Facebook, social media, all the platforms on social media to make their voices known. And we'll collect all of them and we will give them the platform that they um, deserve.
0: Linda classo is a representative of the Constitution Hill Trust.